Put my tongue in different places, play a game of Lock me in on the right, on the bottom row. Press lock on my number. Are you using the panel on the board or the side panel? Okay, just hit my number on the right. Put the third row on the right.
the hell?
making noise. Ooh. You know our Instagram is popping. Uh, Follow us right now at Hot 963. He say the way that thing move is a movie. I told that boy we gotta keep it lowly, me the room key. I done bled the block and now it's hot, hot, tungy. I'm mood and I'm moody. I'm a savage. Okay. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Okay. Sassy, moody, hey. nasty. Hey. Yeah. Acting stupid, what's happening? What was happening? Okay. I'm a savage. I say left cheek, right cheek, drop it low this swing. Texas up in this thing, put you up on this game. I be parking my friends, gang, 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 gang. If you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. Please don't give me hype, write my name in ice. Can't argue with these lazy basics, I just raise my price. I'm a boss, I'm a leader, I pull up in my two-seater, and my mama was a savage. Look, I got this here from Tina, I'm a savage. Yeah, classy, bougie, ratchet, sassy, moody, nasty.
Yo, Indy, what up? It's your man, Hey Crack. Catch the morning hustle Monday on Indie Station for all hip hop and RB. We so, we so high. Uh, Black 96.3. Oh, Lord, Jensen made another one. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want. Good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first play on my body in them. I just check my balance, I probably pull up to your hood and come buy me a new. No cap. You know that you always told you that crazy. Don't think that she lied to you, new. Get caught with your when I'm popping them both. Now they hot just like Bobby and Whitney. Say I'm the GOAT. Act like I don't know. But fuck it, I'm obviously winning. Don't make me go hit the bank. And take out a hundred to show you our pockets is different. I'm out with your bitch and I only want knowledge. She got a little mileage, I'm chilling. You disrespect me and I beat you up all in front of your partners and children. I'm the type to let them think that I'm broke until I pop out with a million. And take 20K and put that on your head and make one of your partners come kill you. Yeah. Say fucking with me, then you gotta grow up. Cause this nigga gotta be kid. This dick can't fit in my pocket. I got it. Like I hit the lottery. I'm slapping shit out. No talking. I don't like to argue. I don't. Ain't gonna be no more laughing. You see me whip out. Cause I'm gonna be the shot mirror. No cap. I don't follow no on IG, but all of your they following. And that little ain't gonna shoot shit with that gun. He just pull it out in his pictures. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. She like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just signed a deal. I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. Huh. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh. She like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. Huh. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about that, I'ma pop that. Got like 32,000 in one of my pockets. The other one, that's where the Glock is. Glock. You little nigga wanna be in that gangster, man. Tell all these little niggas, stop that. Beat them Birmingham front of the store where your mammy and grandmama shop at. I've got on a whole nother wave on it. That's the one they let top that. I'll return a n- to a convertible. Push me a little top back. Her boyfriend be hating and calling the groupie just cause she like all my music. She just sent me a text and to delete the message. She trying to find out it's confused. I don't know what these niggas thinking about. Use the brain on your head for you losing. I pull up at the school and I teach her some shit. Tell your bro I'm a mother tutor. Remember I used to cheat off a pretty test. All the teachers they thought I was stupid. Was expecting the box to pull up on the truck. Man it's put up on the school. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Yeah. She like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. Huh. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Yeah. She like I smell. And you know we out here every day. WHHH FM Indianapolis. It's time to take a look at what's going on in and around Indy. It's Open Lines, your eye on the community on High 96.3. Hold up. Good morning, Indianapolis, and thank you for tuning in to Open Lines here on 106.7 WTLC and Hot 96.3. I'm Ebony Chappelle here... Apple's is Cameron Little coming to you live from a remote location on a beach. On a How's beach. Everybody? <laughs> lucky you, lucky you. How are you feeling this morning, Cam? Good. It's a beautiful day where I'm at. It's going to be nice. It's going to be a great day to be out here on the water. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, a lot happening in Indianapolis this week. Uh, coming up, Election Day. Hard to believe should have been actually last month. Well, earlier this month, but it is actually just a little more than a week away. I've already sent out for my mail-in ballot. I do not have it yet. A lot of people are also in that same boat, and they are worried. This morning, Marion County Clerk Myla Eldridge joins us here on our live line to ask you 
uh, so that you can ask her your questions. She can give you an answer about where your ballots are and what is going to happen between now and Election Day, uh, because a lot of folks are worried that they're not going to get their ballot on time and get it back in time for their vote to be counted. We'll talk with Mike Clerk, Myla Eldridge, coming up. Yes, absolutely. So this is something, you know, as you mentioned, Cam, that a lot of people are worried about. So we are going to jump right into it with Clerk Myla Eldridge. Let's get her on the line. Hello, Clerk Eldridge. How are you? Good morning, Ebony and Cam. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. I'm holding on. I'm yes. holding on. <laughs> yes. So so bring us up today. Um, Cameron mentioned, and this is something that I've seen a lot of people worried about, um, worried that they have not received their mail-in ballots yet. Um, and just having general questions about this new voting process that we're going through. So bring us up to speed with what's happening right now. All right. First, I would just would like to begin by always thanking you for an awesome job that you do and for allowing me to be on this show uh, in regard to the primary um, eye-opening, I'm calling it an eye-opening, historic-making, history-making primary election yes. uh, because it is definitely something um, new. But I, I want uh, voters to rest assured that uh, their ballots are in the mail. Uh, we are having issues with uh the U.S. Postal Service, uh, mm -hmm. ballots have been mailed. Like two weeks ago, some voters haven't received their ballot um, that was mailed um, early on. Um, so with that being said, Marion County, again, uh, for the first time, uh, mailed an absentee application to every registered voter. This was the first time that we've ever done that. We have processed over a hundred thousand ballots under keep in mind the current amid pandemic right wow. so with that being said all of that has had a role into the uh absentee processing uh process right so if you remember when the pandemic first hit the state of indiana and marion county that we were not allowed to have more than 10 people, right, gathered. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we were working two, we were working an a.m. shift and a p.m. shift with only 10 people. Now, keep in mind, we have already processed 100,000 applications before the deadline. So that set us back, uh, number one, not being able to have enough processors to uh, process all those applications. And so once the uh, mayor and the governor decided that we could have more than 10 people gathered together, then we were able to expand our hours and the number of people that were processing the application. So it has definitely been challenging, mm -hmm. um, but rest assured that ballots are in the mail now. I will say this, that if a voter receives their ballot in the mail this week, I would not recommend that they put their ballot in the mail just because we may not get it in time before the primary election on June the 2nd. 
because we have to have, by law, all ballots have to be received before noon on June the 2nd. So since we had such a high volume of absentee applications, never, ever have we had for a primary election uh, that many applications. Applications is actually 10 times the amount that we had the last election, which I believe was in 2016. Um, so ballots are in the mail. We're, we've processed every application and every ballot should be in the mail. I do apologize to voters for receiving their ballots the week prior to the election. That was never the goal. We never want to disenfranchise a voter because every voter's ballot counts and it does matter. Um, but under the current pandemic and state laws uh, and time, this wasn't on our side, you know, this time. But we did our best to make sure that every voter that decided or chose to vote by mail and application was signed. There was not an issue with their application. We processed that application and we got those ballots in the mail. All right. So, Clerk, you just broke some major news there. Folks, uh, if you just missed that by right now, there are 100,000 ballot applications that have gone out because of this pandemic. In a normal year at this time, a month or so before the election, so we're talking April of, let's say, 2016, there would have only been about 10,000 applications that would have gone out. That has now put the county behind because of how many people can work to literally process those ballots. It takes humans to do that. And we know due to CDC and state and city regulations, there are limited people able to process those applications at this time. So the clerk is now telling folks, clerk, if I have this right, if you get that application like me, um, I've got that application already sent to you guys. I'm waiting for my ballot. When I get that ballot, I need to just come hand deliver it to the city county building so it gets counted. Well, to the Election Service Center, and also uh, you can hand deliver your ballot to uh, a vote center on Election Day. So I'm trying to do, you know, make it as convenient as possible under the current conditions. Um, but, yes, you can, once you receive your ballot in the mail, you can hand deliver it to the Election Service Center located at 3737 East Washington Street. sits on the corner of Washington and Sherman Drive. Or you can deliver your ballot, hand deliver your ballot to a vote center on Election Day. All right. And if you have any questions, if you all are listening and have any questions about this, um, give us a call at 317-239-9696. Once again, that phone number is 317-239-9696. And we will have all of this information on our website as well. Clark, talk about those um, election centers. Uh, Is that going to be different from a polling place? Will they be different from years past? Um, As you can, you know, we're trying to put less people in certain places. How is this election day going to look different than years past? Sure. Uh, Due to COVID-19 and to not make the virus worse uh, and due to the uh, health Dr. Kane actually just released a um, health plan for an order for the election. Uh, We're only going to have 22 vote centers on Election Day, and vote centers pretty much are 
polling locations. Uh, that's what they were called in the past until Marion County became a vote center. So we'll have 22 this time vote centers on Election Day, and we'll have three satellite locations. So early voting begins this coming Monday, May the 26th, after the holiday. And those locations are at the city county building in the clerk's office, Broad Ripple High School, and Beach Grove High School are the three locations for satellite voting, for early voting. And then we will have 22 vote centers open on Election Day from 6 a.m. and until 6 p.m. And, Cam, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to be clear, too, for anyone that is listening, that it's critical. We're still dealing with the pandemic. Absolutely. Although, yes, yeah. although they're in phases of opening up the city, the county, the state, what have you, they, but we're still, still dealing with the pandemic. So it's still important that you wear your PPE, right? And so we're just requesting that every voter that decides to come out on election day or uh, utilize one of the satellite locations, that they wear a mask. Um, all workers or any election official will have on PPE um, working at a satellite location or at a vote center on election day. So again, I just, although we're phasing back into somewhat society, um, I think it's really critical and important that we don't become laxy-daisy, like it's gone or like it doesn't exist. Indeed, indeed. And callers, um, we did have one caller on. Um, if you want to call back with your question, that number is 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Um, Clark, you mentioned about us kind of easing back into society and mm -hmm. people getting, you know, used to being outdoors and things like that. Um, but there are some people that are still, you know, like myself, still a little bit leery of getting out and about too much. Um, what piece of advice would you give them to encourage them to still, you know, make sure their vote is counted, even though there might be a little bit of, of anxiety there about coming out? I would tell voters to be patient, be prepared to stand or wait in line because of the six feet social distance, social distancing mm -hmm. rule. Yep. And Clark, um, we do have that caller back, so I want to go okay. ahead and grab them while we have them. Okay. Hello, caller. What is your name and your comment? Yes. Hello, caller. You're on the line. What's your name and your yeah. comment? Uh, Knight. But can I get more information about the early vote centers? The, uh, I think she said Broad Ripple, the Times okay. available, you know, things like that. All right. Thank you so and, much. And can yep. you turn your... Can you turn your mail-in ballot to one of the uh, early um, uh, voting centers, you know, the early satellite yep. centers? Absolutely. Great question, Knight. Thank you so much for your call. Um, Clark Eldridge, do you want to go ahead and take that? Sure. When and where to uh, in person? Uh, Beach Grove High School is an early voting location. Broad Ripple High School in the city county building. The address for Beach Grove High School is 5330 Harnett Avenue, and that's in Beach Grove, Indiana. Broad Ripple High School, 1115 Broad Ripple Avenue, and the city county building in the clerk's office. 
all are early voting locations. Um, the time for early voting, days and hours will be every day, even the weekend prior to election day. The time frame during the week, uh, early voting begins at 10 a.m. and ends at 5 p.m. on the weekend, May 30th, and Sunday, May 31st. Uh, the time frame is from 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. Got it. And those, got it. Yeah, those are the hours. And then on uh, statutorily, I call it election eve, which is the Monday prior to the election, June 1st. The city county building is open from 8 a.m. until noon. Awesome. Well, Clerk Eldridge, um, is it okay if we uh, keep you on? We need to go to break, but is it okay if we keep you on in case uh, listeners have more questions about voting? Sure. All right. Awesome. So we are going to go ahead and take that break, but stay tuned. You are listening to The Open Line Show here on 106.7 WTLC and Hot 96.3. Let's get back to Open Lines, your eye on the community on Hot 96.3. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Open Lines here on 106.7 WTLC and Hot 96.3. Ebony Chappelle here, and we have a caller on the line. Let's go ahead and get that caller in on this conversation. Hello, caller. What's your uh, name and your question? This is Knight again. I didn't okay. hear her answer to uh, whether you can turn your mail-in ballot to the uh, early voting satellite centers. And also, since technically the clerk has to have it by 12 o'clock noon on Election Day, do people turning it in to the voting centers on Election Day have to do that before 12 o'clock noon or not? That is a great question, Knight, and thank you so much for calling back. Clerk Eldridge, you want to go ahead and take that? Yes, that is a good question, and yes, a voter can turn in their absentee ballot at a satellite location. Um, However, uh, keep in mind that it would have to be during the time that uh, the satellite locations are open because of the law stating that we have to have the ballot back by noon. Um, on election day. And I would like to just add to his question is that, as I stated earlier, that time, COVID-19 and the laws like are not on our side. And it would have been nice or if we could have pushed back, just like we changed the date for the election to June 2nd, if we could have pushed kind of those deadlines back because we are dealing with, you know, unprecedented times. And even on election day, if we could 
move that date just because of the pandemic and seeing the number of absentee applications that were submitted. And I still believe that that was the best thing to do for Marion County because of us being a hot spot in the Epic Center for COVID-19. Um, so I just want everyone that's listening to know the challenges that we have that we have faced under the current conditions um, and that we're doing our best to make sure that every absentee application that was filled out properly was processed and every voter receives their ballot. I wish we could have gotten the ballots out sooner. That was the goal, but we were challenged and we're still challenged until after June the 2nd due to the virus, due to the law, um, and due to time. Uh, we're doing the best that we can. Indeed, indeed. If you're just joining us, we're here with Clerk Myla Eldridge talking all things voting. Um, we're in a very strange election season, Cameron, as we just talked about in that last um, segment. So just going to uh, work our best to make sure that people get the information that they need. And we have another caller. I'm going to go ahead and get them on the line. Caller, what is your name and your comment? Hello. Hi, caller. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. I don't know if Cameron's there. How y'all doing today? I yes, just had one he's question. Hey, I'm here this morning. Speaking <laughs> speaking with a uh, young lady yesterday, work uh, and she was uh, concerned. Her mother asked her about the mail-in ballot and voting, and she was concerned about. Uh, of course, uh, we hear things from uh, the Oval Office, and we know there's no uh, evidence to back it up. So I went and looked up some research from Harvard University of Chicago and a few other places about voter fraud. It's very minimal, but she was thinking that either it would be fraud if she voted by mail or that it wouldn't be counted. So could the clerk explain probably to our people who some of us are, are, are not informed as much and maybe not as well read how uh, voter fraud by mail is really not in, nothing there and that the vote will be counted because people are having doubts about mostly i think by being counted more so than uh being fraudulent thanks for taking my call thanks em hey so um with, with all of this said the fears of voter fraud the fears of things just not making it on time with this being unprecedented and we have to throw all the rules out of the window and come up with a solution is there anything that could be done to just increase where drop-off boxes are can you staff up a couple of i know this this is this i'm just making up if with cameron's magic wand could you put box drop-offs someplace with a staff member just yeah. so people could just drive up and drop them off beyond the locations that you set up that's a great question uh again as i stated a voter can drop off their ballots at all three satellite locations. They can also drop it off at the election service center. We're there, we've been there from eight probably until midnight every day. And we actually have a ballot bin and that's the storage bin that a voter uses on election day anyway. We have those at the service center for any voter. And we've had those that has chose to drop their ballot off prior to uh, today. Um, and okay at every vote center. We'll have 22 vote centers in Marion County 
for anyone that would like to. So you don't have to stand in line to drop off your ballot. You just place it in the storage bin, the ballot storage box, and drop it off and keep it moving. So we have three satellite sites. I'm not saying that that can't be considered, but you have to be able to track all of this. As I stated, too, that this has been an eye-opener, um, like a renewal, too, because of COVID-19 to where, in all honesty, I've learned some things that we can do to improve the election process, not only by mailing a, an application, an absentee application to every registered voter, but to, I'll be honest with you, we need a scanning process with our, uh, the postal service, right, to be able to track when we send a ballot out and where it's at. Because even during this process now, I've been receiving phone calls from voters that said, I didn't get my ballot. I turned my application in months ago. Well, when you go look it up in our system, it says that the ballot was sent two weeks ago. Well, once it leaves the service center, it's out of my control, right? Because I don't work for the U.S. Social Service. So I share that with you to say, again, this has been definitely an eye-opening election. Uh, the processes and just moving forward for me and for um, our county um, in how we can do better and improve our election processes. Uh, I, but I, I don't want to do too much. Uh, and I do want to make sure that voters have every opportunity to return their ballots when they receive them. But I think it's best to keep it kind of like minimum. So that's why I would like to, or our voters are allowed to return their uh, ballots to any vote center and at a um, satellite location and our election services center before election day on noon. Great. Thank you so much, Clerk Eldridge. Um, you know, as you said, this is not, um, you know, a perfect situation. It is a learning experience for everybody. Um, so we are just going to try to make it work the best way we can. So thank you so much for what it is you're doing. Thank you for spending this time with us this morning. And um, anybody who's listening, we will have all of this information on our website as well. Um, Clerk Eldridge, I know that during... Um, a traditional election season, there is a phone number that people can call if they have any issues when they get to a polling place or anything gets out of sorts. Um, what is that phone number that people can use in this situation? People can continue to call 317-327-5100. That is the main line uh, for the election board. Um, and prior to then, if there's any information that, uh, needs to get to the community, I will email that information to you. I am just so appreciative of all that you do and for getting the information out to the community and to our voters. Uh, it's so important. Um, and, again, we're here to serve. We don't want to disenfranchise any voter, and we're going to do the best that we can um, but it's just very, very important that voters know during these unprecedented times, uh, 
I think it's best to hand deliver your ballot versus putting it in the mail um, <laughs> because we've seen issues with the mail and voters not getting their ballots um, within a week. And um, again, I, I have no control over an absentee ballot once I put it in the mail. Um, so again, thank you so much for all that you and Cam do and for getting the word out to the voters uh, in Marion County. Absolutely. Thank you, Clerk Eldridge. Thank you so much. Thank you and good luck. Thank you. I need all the blessings I can get right now. I wish I was with you. It sounds like you're on the beach. <laughs> yes, it's going to be a good day up here, and uh, we are going to enjoy some social distancing with a view. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Clark. Have a good day. You too. Bye, guys. Bye. Be safe. Bye-bye. All right, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696 in the last couple of minutes of the show. Let's hear what's on your mind. We'll do open lines the rest of the way out on the show. Of course, the election, June 2nd. So if you get that ballot in the mail this week, hopefully I do, uh, take that down to one of the election uh, centers and hand deliver it. You don't have to stand in line. You don't have to come into contact with anybody. But the news the clerk just broke this morning on the show is do not put that uh, ballot back in the mail because there is no guarantee that it will get downtown and counted on time. She has to have those in hand secured by noon on Election Day. The voting uh, in person, of course, will continue until six o'clock that night on Election Day. But that Early voting, that absentee ballot has to be in no later than noon on Election Day. Take it in person. 317-239-9696. What else is on your mind? Uh, social distancing. The city is opening back up. A number of things happening in the city. And, of course, Ebony, I just want to point out that uh, our, our thoughts are with the family uh, right now of the three kids who, uh, the three juveniles that were uh, killed when they were hit by a car on Kessler nice, and 38th. Nice. That was the big news last night. Um, you know, happened at 1.30 and, and, and overnight. We're still trying to figure out exactly mm-hmm. what happened there. Uh, but there's a call for sidewalks in that area. There are no sidewalks along Kessler anywhere on any part of Kessler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And certainly in that area, it's residential. There's a church. There's a, a, a apartment, and the church is now calling for uh, there to be some sidewalks put in. Yes, indeed. And we do have a caller. Caller, what is your name and your comment? Hello, caller. What's your name and your comment? Uh, Larry. Hello, Larry Vaughn. How are you? Oh, just fine. I just wanted to talk about the thing that Joe Biden said. I wasn't going to make anything controversial. Um, All right. Well, okay. that's not controversial. That sounds pretty controversial. <laughs> and what he said, y'all need to put it out there because uh, he is a, a real calamity getting ready to happen for y'all. All right. What's your take right. on it? My take on it, that he uh, is senile, and uh, if he's your uh, candidate, it's a real embarrassment. But what he said about colored people, that that should be uh, considered in voting. Now, is that disqualifying for you, or how you voting? Well, he never was qualified for me, but he's placing us back on the plantation when he's running around saying stuff like that, and Mm -hmm. that's what he thinks about. Wow. All right. Thank you, Larry. Thank you for your call, Larry. Cam, yeah, that that got uh, a few people um, really lit up over the week. Um, in addition to all of the the other things that are going on. Um, now, if you don't know yeah. what Larry is talking about, uh, yeah. in a 
interview with the Breakfast Club, the vice president, former vice president Joe Biden, uh, basically said, you ain't black if you do not vote for him. If you vote for Donald Trump, he says, you ain't black. He says he said that in jest, got mm-hmm. a little too comfortable uh, with, uh, with, with the interview. You know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, but nevertheless, he said it. And some folks are upset about it. Other folks are saying, you know, that's just another one from old Uncle Joe, who we yeah. know has, has said many a gaffe uh, mm-hmm. since, we, uh, since he became vice president in 2008. So with that, I ask you at 317-239-9696, is that disqualifying for you? Are you still going to vote for Joe? How should that be handled? We'll try to get Joe on. Uh, before the November election. It's one of the goals of the show. What do you think, Ebony? So I definitely um, agree that it was a gaffe and he got a little bit too comfortable. My thoughts on it are that it is indicative of a larger issue when you look at how um, politics is played when it comes to the black community. Um, It's been said many of times before by other people that our vote sometimes is taken for granted and people think all they have to do is pander to us to get our attention and to win us over when it takes much more than that. I'm in agreement with people that say, if you want our vote, get us a black female VP. And then, you know, maybe we can talk about that because a lot of us want something different. We want change, but we don't want to just, you know, fall for the same okie doke. Kim, we do have a caller. Let's see what they have to say about this. Hello, caller. What's your name and your comment? Uh, good morning. My name is Terry King. Okay, Terry, what's your comment? My concern is about the three juveniles that were arrested last week, driving recklessly. Where are mm-hmm. the parents? Where are the parents? Wow. What were they doing out that time of night? What were they doing with the gun? Where were the parents? You know, we so quick, when I say are we, because our people are so quick to blame the police, to blame them, blame this. Where are the parents? No, don't get me wrong. The parent, the police have been guilty of a lot of things. And it's getting the, the cover has been kicked because as quiet as it's kept, now everything is coming out like it should have been anyway. But what about these parents who keep getting away with not disciplining their children? What about these parents and, who don't take responsibility for their children? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we Terry, you bring that. up. I wanted, you know, I wanted to talk about that on the show as well as on TV. Uh, the the incident that Terry is referring to is over on the west side uh, between 38th and 56th on Lafayette Road. There was a police chase in the middle of the night with three teenagers uh, who shot at IMPD. There's a car of uh, IMPD car with two bullet holes in it. And to her point, and, Kim, and to a lot of other second. people. Hold on one second, Kim. Terry, could you turn the radio down in the background? Because we're getting the playback. It's a I'm few sorry. seconds delay. No worries. No worries. Go ahead, Kim. To Terry's point and to the point of some other folks have made, you didn't hear anything about that because mm-hmm. IMPD did not fire their gun. Although yeah. they were shot at. Uh, we could have had another national incident uh, this week. Absolutely. And that did not happen. So... Uh, you know, of course, while we made national headlines because someone was shot and killed, uh, Drejan Reed, by an IMPD officer, you had another situation where someone uh, fired at police and they did not fire back. So it's one of those that it flies under the bar. Um, and then the other question that Terry just mentioned, okay, why aren't we focusing, focusing this one on the parents? You, you know, in every other one, we talk about why didn't the police do this, why didn't the police do that and this time they didn't do anything that caused national headlines so to her point 
what are we supposed to be talking about with this one and why are we having that conversation? You yeah. know, I think she brings up some really interesting points as well. Um, as far as the point about the parents, my concern when it comes to that is going back to that that village mentality. Um, I am one of those people that is hardcore about um, the power of the village to make a difference in our community. You know, everybody that has children is not a great parent. You know, that sounds, you know, maybe harsh to say, but it's just the facts of the matter. Um, so that's why I am really encouraged when I see groups of people um, have programs where they reach out to kids and try to also empower the parents and have a holistic approach to it because it really does take multiple people who care about the lives of our children getting involved to make a difference. Um, but you know just, what? Yeah. At the same time, that's not always we, – we always talk about that. But, you know, there are a lot of parents out there who do everything they can that's for their true. kid, put them in that's program, true. give them everything they need, put things on a silver platter – try to force it down their throat, whatever they can to keep their kid on the right track. But at the end of the day, when people get grown, they do what they want to do. And at some point, you can't always blame the parent. Sometimes that person just makes that bad decision. They make a choice. So it's not always the parent's fault. Sometimes they do everything they can. But sometimes folks don't do what they want to do. That's real. That's real. And you know what? I think about um, myself when, when I was young and I was coming up. You know, and I see, you know, some of the, the choices that I made, some of the mistakes that I fall into. And it's that, you know, that whole saying of, you know, if not for the grace of God, there go I. Like, I could have been, you know, in a really horrible situation had it not been for the grace that I was shown and different experiences that kind of took me out of that. But some of our young people, um, unfortunately, don't get a chance to rectify their choices in that way. So keeps going and we do have another caller let's get them on the line as we get ready to wrap up the show hello caller what's your name and your comment this is terry again hi terry i'm not talking about the parents who do everything they can i'm not talking about the villages there for them to use i'm not talking about the resources that are available to help uh, people raise their children we keep letting the ones that aren't doing anything get off the hook I'm talking about those parents that don't know where their kids are. I'm talking about those parents that are out in the street doing whatever they want to. I'm talking about those parents that left their older child over the younger kids to babysit. Those are the parents I'm talking about. Those are the parents who let these kids do what they want. They're supposed to be on lockdown. Those kids were supposed to be at home. Does the parent know they even had a gun? Not to mention the fact they shot at the police. Let's talk about those parents because you're right on that village and all that. Been there, done that. I'm talking about those ones that don't care. I'm talking about the ones that let IPS feed their kids because they taking the money in the food stamps or something else with it. Those are the parents I'm talking about. Yeah, well, thank you again for your call, um, Terry. Definitely appreciate you jumping back in on the conversation. Um, unfortunately, you know, we do have those situations. We do. And my point about the village and about people stepping up is to help fill in that gap. Because that's the case. Um, and we're not going to be able, unfortunately, you know, Cameron, you talked about your magic wand earlier. If Ebony had a magic wand, we wouldn't be having these issues. Um, all of these children, all of these young people would have somebody around to help um, protect them from themselves. Because a lot of times they're out here making these choices. Their brain's not even fully developed yet. They're out here doing the most reckless stuff you could think of and not understanding the 
consequences that are down the line in the lives that they affect in the meantime? Um, you know, there are a lot of different ways that you can look at this one. And yeah. so, you know, that's the continuing conversation that we will continue to have as these events continue to unfold and we continue to look for solutions, but we start with finding those solutions by having the conversation. And that's what we're going to continue to do right here on this show next Sunday at 8 a.m. Absolutely. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, thank you, Cam, for um, reporting live from um, the beach and all that good stuff. Um, we appreciate that. Absolutely, everybody. We will see you next week. Uh, remember, if you are uh, waiting on that uh, ballot to come in the mail, once you get it in the mail and you live in Marion County, do not put it back in the mail. Take it, hand deliver it. You don't have to come in contact with anybody, but get that ballot in so that it counts by noon on June 2nd, our new primary during this pandemic. We will see you next Sunday, live at 8.